Hey everybody, welcome into this edition of Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. I'm your co-host, Mark Killian. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. As always, Phil and I are talking about investing, finance, and retirement. What's going on, my friend? How are you this week? I'm doing great. Well Hanging rested after a week of vacation, so... Yeah, you look a little tan. Yeah, got a little bit of sun, a little bit of sun. A little tanner than me anyway. Your new yeah. camera is so vivid. It's so nice. Yeah, I'm really liking it. It, uh, it seems to, to do good with lighting and, yeah. you know, I don't have that halo effect anymore. So. And, the, and the, the green really pops in the background. My colors are all muted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is a little bit. So. Yeah, yours are all there nice. There you go. Now, now you're going to have to upgrade. <laughs> I, thanks, Phil. Now I got to upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a good show lined up for you folks this week. As always, you know, if you hear something useful on the podcast, make sure you check with a qualified professional before you take any action and you can reach out to us on the podcast. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're choosing, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, YouTube, all that good stuff. We'd certainly appreciate it. And this week on the podcast, we're going to talk about building a financial house, uh, if you will. So did you ever build card houses? When you're a kid, yeah. play cards. Did you guys do that this weekend at all? I, I, when you go camping? No, we didn't do card houses. We played yeah. card, but didn't, okay. didn't do card houses. So. All right. I used to love to build card houses, and my sister and I would get in a competition as to which you know who could get one the highest. Yep. You know, we used to we used to do that with the kids when they were younger at restaurants, waiting for food with the sugar packs. You know, oh, with the sugar packs. Okay. Yep. yep. Yeah, nice. I think kind of thing. So good idea. Uh, or of course, you can go to. Um, I guess I shouldn't say the name, but you can go to that one restaurant. Where they had the little game and you can the, the yes. golf tee yep. and you can. Hop yep, yep. I used to play that. Yeah. Who's smarter than who? Who could get to the, one? That's right. Who can get you up? Uh, all right. So building a financial house. So this is kind of simple. We'll do a few graphics. I think as well on this. This should look nice. Uh, for some people, the idea Phil of putting together a financial plan. Well, it doesn't sound like a lot of fun. You know. Right. <laughs> it's yep, kind of. Yep. Be honest. It's kind of daunting, right? It can be anyway, and it's, it, it, it can be. It's really you get out of it what you put into it. So great point just like anything in life yeah and so you know it, it I, I get that it doesn't have that appeal you go oh man i gotta build a financial plan well no your your advisor will build it you just have to provide them some you information to give to some started. input yeah but the idea of building a house everybody likes that idea or for the most right. part unless you've done it then maybe you don't like it so much we, we came close one time Did you but really? decided not to and just buy and, and remodel so yeah it, <laughs> We, we've had enough friends and family that have done it. And it's like, no, you know what? I don't know. That's tough. It's tough. Yeah. And there's a lot of decisions and a lot of stuff going on, but yep. hopefully your builder takes a lot of that off of your plate. Right. Right. So, uh, but anyway, so, but we all like to use those different apps and programs where you can you know, design a house. And nowadays, you know, you can hold your phone up to your room and shop on certain uh, and see what the couch looks like in your living room and you know, which is the crazy. colors on the wall and the whole deal. The wall, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, so let's do the the foundational bits, if you will. And we'll do a little, uh, a little financial analogy. Sure. So the foundation, uh, that's the first step that makes the most sense. You got to have a good, strong foundation. And for all you engineers and builder types out there, yes, I know you have to survey the land and you have to grade it and you have to get, I, we're not going to get that much in detail. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we, we're beyond that. So this, we're, yeah, get, this, this we're just doing the, four basic tips here. So you know, we won't get too crazy in the weeds. But a foundation makes sense. Good strong foundation. Good strong house. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, you have to start with income. I mean, that's kind of what retirement's all about, right? I mean, you you've now retired from a job. You no longer have a paycheck coming in. So right. 
where are you going to get the income to replace the, the job that you've now retired from? And if you don't have a plan to how exactly that's going to be generated and, you know, how much of it's guaranteed, if any of it, I mean, there's a lot of questions and, and pieces that go into that, that whole income component, you know, but really it's, it, the first is, is figuring out, well, how much do we need? Yeah. And, and that's surprising to me how many people that start to look at retirement have no idea. They haven't even thought about that, you know, and they, they use hundred different rules of thumb out there of, Oh, it's, you know, I only need 80%, you know, of what I, I needed pre-retirement or. Which we hear you know, that all the time, right? Yep. And 80% is kind of a common theme, you know, whether it's true or not. I mean, it really kind of depends, you know, and that's why I, I always encourage clients as we're working through this, that you've got to really put some thought into what does retirement look like to you? You know, it's yeah. two different, very different versions of retirement. If your retirement is sitting at home and we're talking about movies before, you know, watching movies and, you know, being a homebody, then that's a very different retirement, probably not that expensive versus if you like to travel and have expensive hobbies, golf, ski, whatever it happens to be, right. you've got to make sure that's built into the plan yeah. and, and it, it camping. Yeah. It may be more expensive than even pre-retirement, you know, oh, when yeah. you're working, or at least for a few years. Right, so. right. But having a plan then for where that income is going to come from. Well, you know? yeah, so if you're talking about the foundational component, right, I mean, we have to have a paycheck, right? I mean, right. Uh, of some type, you know, and we're so, we get so used to whether you're paid weekly or bi-weekly or even monthly in normal life when you get to retirement. A lot of times, you know, it, it does probably shift. It, you know, for those who are weekly and bi-weekly, a lot of times it does go to monthly for retirees and it can be a bit of a, an adjustment at first. You know, it's not yep. terribly bad, but you do have to kind of learn, okay, I'm getting this bigger lump at, you know, once a month and I got to. So make sure you, yeah, you even the bills out and, and handle right. it. Don't spend it all up front. And yeah. Right, right. Yep. And, and so, you know, those things happen and, and, you know, you and I were just talking movies before we started the podcast, but yeah, that's a great point. Whether you're, and of course, you know, COVID has, uh, maybe changed what we feel like it might look like for a year, you know, maybe even a year and a half or so. Uh, right. But at some point, we we want to hope and, and think that we'll be able to, you know, travel all around and, and do all sorts of stuff. And so you got to bear that in mind. So that's a great point. Where's it coming from? So that's your foundation, having that income plan in place. So now, okay, so now we've got the foundation. And yeah, again, we're not going to go doing the wiring and so on and so forth, but we are going to put up the walls. Right. Uh, we are going to have that kind of, you know, we, we need the box, you know? Yep. Yeah. And that's, so once you understand, well, what do I need exactly? What, what is that income stream over what period of time? And you know, how does it change? Social security, pension, all the other components that fit into that. Now you can step back and, and look at the investments you have and build a plan to okay. make so those wall, assets, like those asset. investments, you know, do what you want to do in that income plan. Gotcha. You know, and that's the, the piece that usually is the big disconnect. You know, they're, and rightfully so. I mean, especially as you get to this stage, because pre-retirement, the income component, you're not even thinking about that. It's all about the investments. You know, what's my asset allocation? What's my risk? You know, all those different components that go into the investment side yeah. of it. And you're thinking about what the number is, you know, what's my number? How much do I need? You know, once you have that now, how are you going to take that pile of money that hopefully you've accumulated and, and make that last the rest of your life? to generate this income you need throughout right. lifetime, you know? So you always have to start with, what do I need? Now step back and say, now that I've got the plan of what I need for income, how do I take the investments that I've accumulated and make those generate that income that I need? Okay. All right. That, and that makes sense because again, you, you, you know, you've got these, 
multiple buckets, if you will, multiple different mm-hmm. sources we've talked about all the time. Yep. Uh, and, and again, we try, a lot of times what we try to do is take different analogies and hopefully frame them in a way. And there's a little building pun, a little frame yep. in a way uh, that uh, will allow people to kind of see, you know, cause everybody clicks differently, right? I mean, whatever it is that you're learning, it, it may trigger differently with a different kind of thought process to it. it, it process to it. Maybe puzzle pieces. It may be a bucket strategy, maybe, you know, a financial house, if you will. So um, again, the, the foundation is the income plan. The walls are kind of the investment plan, if you will. Uh, and then you move to the roof. Now, at the time we're taping this podcast, Phil, uh, we just got hit last night with the, uh, with the hurricane, which downgraded to a tropical storm uh, that yep. went up through Florida and South Carolina and hit us here in North Carolina. And I still have a roof, so yay. You're good, uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's good. But you need the roof to protect you. Right. So that's got yeah, to be the insurance side, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So that, that's kind of that next piece you have to look at is, okay, the plan works well, get you through what you anticipate your full life expectancy to, to be right. without anything happening, you know, but what is, and we call it, you know, in our scenario, stress testing the plan, you know, so base plan when we're looking at income and the investment plan, assuming you both live to full life expectancies, don't have a need for long-term care, you know, both survive all the way to full life expectancy, whatever that happens to, to be in your scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, and then pass away in your sleep, so to speak, you know, right. That's a great plan, but now you've got to step back and say, what happens if it doesn't happen that way? You yeah. know, not a fun topic ever to yeah. get into, but you have to look at what happens if either spouse passes early. You yeah. know, I mean, it, it can completely change the plan. And we've talked about that in a couple of podcasts yeah, where one, uh, I think the previous episode. Yeah. Yep, we're talking about a surviving spouse and, and you know, different components you have to look at. Yeah. Um, and that's where life insurance comes into play, which is a funny topic because a lot of times when people get to retirement, they think, well, life insurance, that's for the, the younger generation that has right. kids in school and a mortgage still. Yeah. I don't need life insurance. I'm retired. And you may not, but it, and it, you may not. It but, could right. be a valuable component. What was the old, I mean, you know, in the Michigan area here, right? Is, you know, car country used to, what was the old commercial? It's not your father's Oldsmobile. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's not your father's life insurance. Uh, they, they can do a lot of different things now than they used to. Oh, absolutely. I mean, life insurance as a, a vehicle itself is much different than what it used to be. There's a lot more flexibility right. and how you use it and design it. I mean, it can help with long-term care, one of the other risks, you know? So that's the other component that, that roof, so to speak, the protection you have to build in is what happens if either of you or both of you need some level of care at some point, you know, do you still have enough assets for whoever the surviving spouse is to now make it through their retirement, the rest of their retirement. So, I mean, there's, all these stress tests you've got to to at least understand, right? I mean, it's, it's one of those, you never want to be insurance poor. You know, I'm never one to recommend, oh, you got to buy this and that. It, but oh, we will look at, yeah. we'll, we will look at the analysis and, and see here's the, the risk if you don't do it. Right. So not, then it's if your you decision. It, if you don't need it, how much do you need? So on and so forth. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So well, that makes sense. And so, I mean, again, again, if you're thinking about a house, right, if you're doing even like a little card house, right, you got yep. your, you got you your got foundation, the, maybe the that's floor, the table yep. you're sitting on or whatever. And then you got your two cards going up for the side. Then you've got your, you know, maybe your roof like this or whatever. Maybe you did a flat roof so you could put two more on top so you could do a second floor, uh, whatever the case might be. Now, if you're building an actual house or you're designing one or whatever the case is, you know, a lot of times, I guess you go through with your builder and you kind of do the, the base structure. You've got the plan, whatever the case is, how many rooms and yada, yada, yada. And that's, 
I guess that's okay. Not, you know, but really where you really want to get to, and that's especially with the, with the spouse as well, is the finishing touches. So if we were just kind of breaking this down into four simple pieces, you know, floor, foundation, walls, roof, and then all the little details that now make it a home. Because b- before that, it's just a structure, in my opinion, anyway. Right. Yep. Yep. So now it's yours. And it's really going to be that estate plan, you know, so kind of wrapping up exactly how all these pieces work together in the event of, you know, some of these unfortunate events that we've insured for, you know, so passing of a spouse, um, long-term care, things like that, to, to make sure that all these pieces are working together. And it's written down so that if you're not able or your spouse is not able to perform those activities, you've named who's going to step in. Gotcha. It's something that um, you've got to make sure is, is taken care of. And, and unfortunately, again, this is one of those pieces I think that's very often overlooked that people get so far, they've built the income, you know, they've looked at the investments and, oh yeah, the estate plan. We don't want to talk about that. That's, that's <laughs> what happens if we die. We don't talk, you know, oh. and again, one of those not, not fun topics, but you have to, have it in writing, you know, and make sure then whoever you're naming in there understands what's in it. How does it work? You know, so if that's your kids, make sure they're brought into the discussion at some level. And that's going to be a kind of decision that you're going to have to, between you and your spouse, decide what level you want to have them informed at. Um, And a lot of times, you know, kid ranges are going to vary. And it's, it's funny to say kids, but a lot of times folks have completely full grown children who may be even approaching pre-retiree stage themselves. You know, you might be 65 and you might have a 45-year-old or a 47-year-old who's getting ready to get to that, you know, kind of pre-planning stage themselves. So definitely, and and others might have, you know, have kids that are still, we've seen people that are going into their retirement years that are 57, 58, 59, 60 that have kids just coming out of college. So there's a gamut. Yep. Yep. And that's really then, you know, again, making sure all those final details are built into that estate plan. And to me, really the key is, is doing it in in the order we talked about, because now all the pieces work together, you know, too often. Oh yeah, we did the estate plan. You know, we, we put a trust in and all that together back when we were taking our first vacation and had, you know, our, our first son or daughter, right. You know, and it covered who was going to take care of them. Well, now they're, you know, 35, 40, whatever, you know, they are way beyond that. That doesn't, even need to be in the plan anymore. It's not relevant. You got to yeah. make sure that things are updated to where you're currently at in your stage of life. There you go. Well, like any house that you mentioned, you guys decided not to build yourselves. You just decided to buy and remodel. Uh, at some point, you kind of have to remodel parts of your plan, right? right? So as you're moving through this, you know, this concept, you, you build a good uh, solid financial structure, if you will, like a financial house. Uh, and then over time, especially if you're fortunate to live long enough, uh, you have to make some adjustments. You have to ebb and flow it a little bit. You got to give it a little facelift here yep. and a new coat of paint there and so on and so forth. And make sure there's flexibility. And I think sometimes that's people's hesitation to start down this planning process is they think it's too rigid. You know, they, yeah, they don't stone. build enough yeah. flexibility and they, oh, I can't, you know, I don't know what I want to do. I can't put that in writing yet. I don't know. Right. But at least you have to start somewhere. Get it in place. It's it's no different than building a house. I mean, if you're going to build a house, you're going to sit with an architect and, and start to design that plan and put all the pieces together. doesn't mean it can't change down the road. It probably will. I mean, right. That's what the change orders are for with the builder as it comes in. And you decide, yep. you know what, that window doesn't go here. I yeah. like it better over here. Yep. 
So. Exactly. And that's the, that's the whole thing. And I, I like that. You've got to be flexible. You've got to keep a little bit loose. And the biggest thing is to take, a, you know, is just to make sure that you're taking the action and being a bit open-minded about it. And I think that's going to do it for us this week on the podcast. I think that's a pretty good, succinct little point. Uh, yeah. Building a financial house, a lot like building a financial plan. You got to get started with the basics and then you can work your way through some of those fine details at the end. And as always, folks, if you hear something that you know piqued your interest before you take action, reach out to Phil. I'll put the number on the screen. But it is 248-888-7530. That's 248-888-7530. You can also go to philstaxhacks.com. That is philstaxhacks.com. And subscribe to us, as I mentioned earlier, on Apple or Google or Spotify, Phil's Facebook page, uh, YouTube, all those kinds of things. We'd certainly appreciate it. And Phil, my friend, I will see you and your tan self on the next episode. We'll talk to you next time, folks, here on Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with Phil Putney, CPA and Personal Financial Specialist at AFS Wealth Management. We'll see you next time investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.